Hi, my name is Mireille Sula. I'm the founder of Global Woman. You are tuning into the Soul Rich Woman Show with Janisha. A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom, and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a really, 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 really special guest with us. This lady is a powerhouse. She has a magazine. She has TV. She has like a platform that connects a lot of business women around the world. She is none other than Mirella, who is the founder of Global Woman Club. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So can you share with uh, our audience a little bit more about what you do and how you got started? Well, uh, I'm supposed to be based in London, but uh, in the last three, four years, I've uh, been all over the world, uh, living my dream of uh, meeting so many inspirational women, finding uh, their dreams and connections and how we can serve to the world uh, with what we do. Wow. And I see that, you know, you're formerly an editor in a magazine and then you brought this whole concept into your current business model as well. I'm very amazed. How do you keep this whole thing going all at the same time? Well, the same as you do, because, you know, uh, when you uh, are living your purpose and uh, when you're authentic and also loyal to that purpose, then everything else is just falling into the place. Of course, it started with the Woman magazine because that is my background. I have been working in the media for a long time mm. and uh, my passion of course was all the time to help and support women because I come from a culture that women didn't have uh, their mm. strong voice and um, they didn't have that power to express themselves. That one, that's why I always had this um, passion inside me that um, everything that I accumulate inside myself, knowledge, experience, networking, opportunities to turn it into uh, something that helps others as well. So once um, I started to interview many women around the world for the Global Women magazine, I just was waiting for the right momentum that these women come together and they don't read each other's stories only in the magazine, but also they meet each other in life events. And this is what happened exactly what um, I was imagining, these women coming together and saying, yes, we want more like this and we, uh, it's time for us to support each other instead of seeing um, each other as, as competitors. And it's, it's changing, a lot of shift is happening in the women's world. And I like when we uh, also, we don't say anymore just men's world, it's, it's uh, the world of us living together and contributing together. 
Yeah, this is so true. You know, it's not just competition anymore. Really, we can look into collaboration, and you know, helping each other um to grow, lifting each other up. I think that's very important. Do you have like a favorite quote or book that you know that gets you excited? Uh, well, um, since we are here now in Singapore with rich women and Robert Kiyosaki, definitely that book has changed not only my life, but the lives of many women who uh, wanted to become financially independent. That was a big thing because I have studied a lot. I've done master degrees and PhD and everything it takes, like uh, the culture and, of course, family and uh, everything that um, we embraced while we were growing up. In, in that culture but um, I um, always prefer a big book that um, I keep with me all the time it's called The Master Mind Key System of Charles Hanel and um, it's very important when whatever you do in life but especially in the business sometimes people separate business with uh, the inside work mm. it's a lot of uh, mental subconscious work that uh, we need to do inside before we take any action and for me uh, learning about business entrepreneurship and taking actions in the outside world has helped me also to tap into the source that I have inside and it's always a combination of both so uh, yes my I would say probably my mantra is um, if you stay loyal to your purpose everything that you have been seeking comes and finds you so um, to answer your question, so, yeah, I keep going because I'm just uh, I'm just uh, living the 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 big passion that I have inside me, the big dream, and um, then I don't need to go anywhere. Things that I want, they come. Wow, it sounds like you're really queen of manifesting. You know, whatever you want, it comes, and because you are aligned with your true purpose. But many women out there, sometimes they are kind of stuck. They, they could be sitting on the fence. They're not sure, um, you know, what which crossroads should they be choosing? Uh, what would be some of the three strategies you would share with them to get their ass off the fence and choose a path to move forward? Well, that's very interesting because um, I always see when um, when I meet women that they they know that they are stuck and they are looking for a new direction in life, and they say, "Okay, let's find out where you are," because that is a very important thing to to do the assessment where you are because you don't you don't know where you're going and before you find out where are you located where you do an assessment of the situation that you are at that moment. And um, then the question number two is that let's see if you are still sleeping or you are wakening up slowly. And it's, um, it's really hard if you see that um, some women, they never even get to the wakening up momentum. So until you come to that momentum, no matter how clever you are and uh, how, how much knowledge you have inside, if you are not using that knowledge, if you are not... Um, awakened person uh, you just go around and look for different directions but you will not get what you really deserve so that's why uh, number one is to find out where you are and to find out if you are still sleeping or you are awakening up once you're awakening up then of course that is the most important step in, in everybody's life because that is the time when you start asking questions mm -hmm. 
and you start um, reprogramming yourself and asking, uh, am I happy with uh, what I have achieved so far and the, the quality of thoughts that I have and the quality of life that I have? And if the answer is no, then where do I get, uh, how do I get out of this? And um, I always say, look, if you are not happy uh, where you are, then you move because you are not a tree. So that's why it's very important to uh, start moving. And, and to be honest, nothing changes until something moves. And people ask, keep asking themselves, why my life is not changing? Because they're not moving. And uh, if you want something that you never had, you have to do something that you never had done before. So that's why... Uh, we encourage women, first of all, to waken up and then to start moving because only sleepers stay like this and uh, wait for things to happen like magic. So you have to do some kind of work, especially the internal work. It's very important. And that is um, where everything starts coming to the right place, to the right time and the magic happening. Sounds like you've done a lot of personal development work. That's, of course, important for everybody. So when was the first time that you got started on this path or, or journey to awaken the self that you are no longer sleeping? Well, uh, that's very interesting because uh, sometimes you have to reach a dark zone, a dark momentum, and uh, seek for solutions before you, you see the light, you know, because... Uh, of course, we have seen a lot of um, big names and big personalities now that they tell a lot about the challenges that they had in life and difficulties. And as a psychologist, I've seen a lot of people come to therapy and looking for answers and for mm. solutions after they have crushed. And sometimes, um, yeah, we wait to crush until we then... Um, go and, and find that, that power inside us to pick ourselves up. And this is what happened to me. Uh, the big first crash was when I lost my first child and I went into a severe deep depression. And that time in my, in our culture, the, the psychology was quite a new field. Nobody knew about uh, depression or stress. And then I gave birth to, um, to my son and, and, you know, postpartum depression. And nailed it even worse, and nobody could help me. And that was um, the the biggest dark zone that I experienced in my life. And I had um, two choices to do, uh, to make, um, to just give up my life or just get out of the dark zone. And uh, the first option was uh, was not a good option because I had just given birth to my son, and I was feeling very. Um, responsible for for my actions. I was not responsible only for myself anymore, but for somebody that uh, was a very important part of my life. And then I said, okay, I have to take a decision that uh, takes me out of this this dark hole, but in the same time make sure that my son will never experience that. Because sometimes we don't manifest and uh, Put the intention for our life. We, we also intend uh, for the life of our children and our um, dear people. And the, we, I have uh, come to a realization that um, my ch the choices that I make define my life, but also impact the life of other people around me as well. And that's why I have decided to become fully aware of that. Wow, I love it. I'm so curious. You know, when you talk about your dark 
um, times. How did you, did you actually ask for help? I mean, even society and culturally, there were some um, blocking at, the, at, the, at that time, you know, where you know, psychology and help wasn't that much recognized. Well, at that time, it was not possible because nobody could mm. help uh, in this situation because it was, as I said, psychology and we were at that time in a, under a communist regime and uh, the, word, the, the word depression was, didn't exist in the vocabulary. We, people could go through these uh, difficult uh, issues, internal issues, but they never knew what is that about. Mm. Yeah, they could realize something is wrong with them, but very, uh, very rare. I, I, I could not see people to, to talk about these things openly. Later on, of course, I studied psychology, and this mm. is what led me to help myself. Mm. Because later on, while I was trying to find um, tools of helping myself and get out of this hole, I just discovered that something was moving in the country. So the democracy started to come and the, the first movement on changing things were becoming more open. And then I uh, said, okay, great, there is no uh, psychology department in my country, no psychology, no, nothing about psychology in our universities. So I decided to go and study abroad. So I did my first master. As, uh, in psychology, in counseling psychology, mm. and mainly to teach myself, to help myself. At that time, I said, look, I probably will never use it for other people because it takes, for me, it was like, you have to live 100 years to be able <laughs> to. But very soon then I invested uh, and I healed myself. I learned a lot and invested in myself. And I studied again positive psychology, family therapy. I did a PhD in psychology. And uh, I started to help other people. So I uh, practiced. Uh, uh, I had a private practice and helping people in psychotherapy for uh, quite a long time. And then I started a big movement on helping women empower themselves. For me, uh, was a disc another discovery because it's, uh, if you want to uh, to empower yourself, first you have to build your confidence, and the confidence also is an internal work. And that led me to new projects on um, empowering people around me, but especially women that uh, they were always suppressed and, uh, and under the pressure of uh, suffering inside. Mm. So as a time as now, uh, that you know, information is more open and you know, there's platforms like Global Women Club, right? What are some of the programs or um, steps are you taking or implementing to help more women? Because now that online is the ocean. That's true. Absolutely. Now we have access to more information. As I said, at that time, there was no internet, no yeah. computers, nothing. No, you could not get this information anywhere. That's why we're like in isolation. I was in a village as well. So in a village, very small village, you could not even TV. I didn't have a TV. So, um, yeah, great things have changed and um, the, um, the new paradigm has proved that the humans have the ability to change themselves, mm. to reinvent themselves, to recreate themselves. And the same I see as an opportunity for women. So I moved to London seven years ago and, um, of course, the beginning was a lot of learning how to live in a new world because mm. coming from a very small country, living in a big world and becoming a global citizen was a, was a shift, not just a change. So 
very soon I started to apply all the knowledge that I learned to changing my thoughts, reprogramming myself, coming from a, a very um, small, isolated uh, place, and not only place, but also mindset and mm. a very limited belief. I I realized that I have to completely re- remove and re- wow. delete everything that was programmed in my mind. That you're stupid, you're you're ugly, you you, you <laughs> shut up your mouth, you are nobody. You so this is kind of norm, a very normal thing to hear, especially um, if you are a woman in a in a village and serving so in, in a different way. So that, that, this is what uh, inspired me and gave me the power. I said, look, if I have changed my life, I know everybody can, can do the same. So I started first working as a trainer of domestic violence in London, one of the, the biggest organizations um, in, in London. And then while working, also conducting my PhD research in domestic violence, I realized that uh, two big things why women really suffer domestic violence mm. is number one, confidence, and number two, financial dependency. Mm. And uh, I said, how do I turn this into something that uh, is my passion, but I want also to turn it into a business. And the reason I wanted to turn it into a business, not a charity, I realized that it didn't work. I tried as a, as a non-profit organization. Women never wanted to come. And mm. uh, even if I was like kind of trying to Back then, look, we have a workshop, it's free, let's, let's come together. It didn't work. They were feeling like, no, 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 sorry, not, not for me. And I said, ah, okay, great, how do we make it more attractive? Mm. How, do we, um, how do we sell it to them? And uh, then I came with, with this idea of building a new platform first, interviewing them and finding out their issues, their problems, their concerns, challenges, uh, what, what, what are the main problems. And then, once I learned that if you find the problem, then you are in business because then you find a solution and that's it. The, 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 the whole business concept is problem and solution. I said, okay, I don't want to start a business that has nothing to do with me, it's not aligned with me. And for me, everything is a business. If you find a solution for something, it's a business. So for me, it was like um, testing the water. And great, what women want? Confidence, financial power. I have a, a solution. So then the question is how you do that. And um, I just put together psychology and media together, both my experiences. And I said, okay, women want confidence. How do I build their confidence? I give them a microphone. And this is what I realized. If you want to empower a woman, give them a microphone. And I've seen how women change completely. The body language, the voice, the power that they stand it's completely um, shifted into the whole course of journey. And uh, I just started to see the results, great. So it's not only that, but once they get the microphone, they also get the exposure, they get the visibility. And once they build the confidence, they also, they know their value. They put a price on on their knowledge and they start selling their knowledge. Mm. So they become financially free. And uh, so that's the solution we found. Actually, we started the club about three years ago, and in three years we built like 30 clubs around the world. And women feel more valued and worse and respected because they pay for it. It's a self-maintain, um, uh, a self, 
um, self-funded uh, club. It's not like a charity. And every, everybody comes because they feel that they get the value. Wow. I love your whole idea and like methodology step by step and then you get there. You know, this is really cool. So when you are developing the, um, the whole platform, like before you grew to 30, there must be somehow you grew to the first and then the second and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like what was that journey like? The journey of thousands of months starts with the first yeah. step. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, as I said, at the beginning, it started with, with the magazine. I brought together uh, a group of amazing women that I interviewed. And I thought, great, they are serious entrepreneurs, businesswomen, let's brainstorm. But we ended up crying at the end of the day because it's, it was very emotional. We started mm. to open up and share. And, and then said, why we don't do more like this? And we started again. It started in my office in Liverpool Street in London. And um, for about seven, eight months, it just was free by invitation only for, uh, as for, the, for the clubs. And then it started to grow and grow and the demand became so big. And then I said, okay, let's start the proper club and membership scheme. And then women started to travel from other countries to attend this club in London. I said, well, I wish I had it in Paris. I wish I had it in um, Amsterdam or Frankfurt mm. or Vienna or Stockholm or New York or LA or Dubai. Or, mm. And these women just were traveling to London, coming and uh, seeing the model and how it works and seeing the results and said, how do I get this to my country? And this is how it became now quite global. And then you mentioned about when you hand women a mic, it changes them. Can you tell us more? I mean, like, so is it for stage presentation or is it more like, you know, uh, you know, uh, pitching or what area now, would that be? The, in the club, we meet for breakfast. We, we have some nice food and networking and conversations and then members come and we give them a microphone and say, come mm. and tell us who you are. Mm. And um, sometimes at the beginning when we had some resistance like saying, oh, um, I, I have no, not that much to say. Uh, I, I'm not sure. So, whatever. Just two minutes, say whatever you want. Just tell a story. Mm. What did you do when you were a child or in school or what was your dream? And, and I realized at the beginning women were hesitating to mm. take the microphone. But Trust me, once they got that microphone, they didn't want to leave it. <laughs> and I said, please give the microphone back now, two minutes. So we give them two minutes, but they take more now. And then they move from the two minutes to 10 or 12 or 30. And then uh, in, at the beginning, in front of 30, 40 women in, in these uh, small clubs, then they, they move to big stages. And we have seen women that they never have spoken before. And you know, the biggest fear after death is public speaking. Public speaking yeah. and, but they get the, it's like a hub. The Global Woman Club is like a hub where they come to rehearse and practice because nobody judges them what they're saying, what mm. they're sharing. They feel so safe in a comfort zone um, to express themselves and build that confidence in that safe environment. And once they have built the confidence, they can go and rock the stages. Wow. And this trip, you are here in Singapore to launch the Singapore Club here for Global Women, right? Yes, I'm so excited because uh, it, was so, it was so funny. Um, Veronica Tan has been like my mentor, not only for me, but for 
many women who have managed to meet her, to meet her, it's like it's a miracle because she doesn't know the effect, the magic, the the, the uh, impact that she creates just by by her presence. Mm -hmm. And uh, she has been supporting us behind the scenes all the time. And women, when they get to know that oh, Veronica is coming, yeah, they come just to meet her and just to do a picture with her. But she's such a humble person, so she never. I just realized that she never knew how big her influence was on all these women that she was meeting because she's such a humble person and um, of course she has been helping me uh, running the clubs all over she just everywhere that uh, we invite her she comes and supports like on condition mm. and then we just realized we don't have a club in Singapore and she said okay we'll open a club in Singapore and the team is asking by the way, who is going to be the, the director of the Global Women Club in Singapore? And I says, Veronica. And they were like, what? Really? They were so excited. I said, look, she already has been, you know, she always has been like a director. But the thing is, she's just taking my responsibility to, to open the club in, in her home city. It's just nothing changed. It's just she's taking the club there, but she's been over everywhere. And um, now we are here to uh, launch the club for the very first time in Singapore. And Veronica is, um, I'm sure, is going to turn this club in, in a big success, uh, not only for the Global Women platform, but especially as a gift for women who live in this country. Wow. And what is your vision in the next one year? Uh, well, that's um, my vision is uh, always growing and growing. It's like it's changing its CV all the time because it's um, it's becoming bigger than I thought. And um, of course, it's it's connected with um, that strong desire to see women standing in their power, but seeing women not only in the developed countries but all over the world. And once we uh, kind of extend this movement and make it accessible for any woman who wants, number one, to build the confidence and make their money. Like Kim Kiyosaki said, a man is not a financial plan. So, and uh, get the rights to have their own money mm. and feel so good about being, taking ownership of their life. That mm. is my dream. Wow, I love that. And also, in so much women, one of our movement, in fact, our movement is called For Women Who Love the F Word. So being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. Of which, which one is your favorite F word? Being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. Well, I think they are connected. Yeah. <laughs> because you need to feel fabulous. Okay. Because if you don't feel fabulous, then um, you, you don't feel that you have that freedom. Because freedom is all about feeling good enough with yourself. Mm. And a lot of women I've seen, they really lack that freedom of feeling good enough. Mm. Because they live in the, in the cage of what other people think about them, created for them. Mm. Now, so you need to start, they are connected together. The freedom doesn't come if you don't connect with that fabulous uh, Component, point, yeah, yeah. In your, in, in, inside yourself. And once fabulous and freedom meet each other, 
then you build everything. You can build finance, you can build success, you can build significance, fulfillment, everything. <coughs> Sorry. Do you want water? Can I have it? Oh, I have it there. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize. No worries. How do you edit it? Oh, no worries. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so you're saying that if they're not aligned for the point or where the freedom and swell as being fabulous when they are connected, they're Absolutely. not. When they're connected, then they can have interconnected success and other things, significance, fulfillment, achievements. You can, you can, you can achieve everything in life. Wow, I love that. And for yourself, what is your like daily routine or ritual like to keep yourself aligned? And keep yourself going. Um, that's the most important question because uh, everything—it's a daily routine. Mm. You can't uh, go here if you don't take the steps. You can't take the lift to go there. Mm. And the steps is how you treat yourself every single day, mm. how you feed yourself, what kind of uh, food you are putting into your body, into your mind, mm. into your spirit. What kind of diet you are using, and um, it's not just one day. It has to be consistent. Mm. The consistency is the most important thing. The that helps us to create the habit, and um, if we keep that uh, mom that consistency, then we create the habit of success instead of uh, creating the habit of failure. Because if we quit the the routine, if we quit quit the the consistency. That means that we are not reaching where we are, where we want to go, and then we are creating the habit of failure. Mm. So for me, has been very important from the very beginning when I started this journey of self-development. Number one, never quit the steps toward your uh, feeding yourself and um, nourishing it and investing in yourself. It can be an event like this, for example. It can be reading a book. Meditation, uh, conversations with yourself, all the all the things that you need in a consistent basis. This is also very important because we all the time need to add into the new programming. If we want to change ourselves, we need to rechain, re, re, recharge the programming, and the recharge it means that we need to add up new content. To our program, and that new content has to be in a daily basis. Mm. So for me, it's very important, no matter where I am, to wake up and do my rituals, meditation, 20 minutes in the morning is absolutely a must. Not moving out of the bed, uh, out of the room until oh. this is done, no matter what happens, and then recharge myself with uh, affirmations and my mantras. Mm. And that gets me by every day. Wow, very disciplined to keep this. Well, it's not uh, it's not hard because it's like the same way that you wake up and you brush your teeth or you get your coffee. The same way is like you you give the food to your to your mental workers that are working inside you. <laughs> I love that. So, how can our audience reach you? Well, I'm very accessible. That's another big thing. When women come 
and they say, oh, okay, and do I need to do this? Because, of course, after you have done the internal work, you have to do some extra homework as well. That is visibility. And they say, oh, do I need to do these videos and this social media? And they said, yes. Are you in business? Yeah, but I want my private life. I said, sorry, they don't go together. You're in the wrong place. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, if you think that staying anonymous is going to help you to grow your business, that's not going to work. So everybody is watching you. So I'm all over, everywhere. Just type Global Woman. And if people don't remember my name, they remember Global Woman and they find everything. Where I am, what I'm doing, Insta story, everything, TV, life. We are so visible, and um, I encourage all women not to hide. I love that. And because there are a lot of women, I mean, in terms of our culture, we are a little bit more conservative and reserved in Southeast Asia. So when we actually request our members or the women in business to do like videos or to be on social media, technically there's usually a lot way more resistance, and they're yeah. saying, can I not do that? No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you heard it, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> See? This is the expert speaking. And you know what we do when women come to our club? How, how do you do that? We take the... He said, give me the phone. So raise your hand if you never have done a live video before. They uh, do this. Okay, come here, come here. <laughs> take your phone out. He said, give it to me, okay? Give it to me. And I take the phone. I say, hey, this is me. Come with me. So, okay, if you are shy to put yourself in front of the camera, put somebody else. I said, hi, this is my friend. I mean, this is how it starts. I just do it. Now they're doing it slowly. And they, and they tag me every day. Ah, so it's kind of like forming this support yeah. and tag team to, to keep them going. I love that. That's very creative. So um, I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, now that your child is, is grown up now, Right, uh, 21. 21. Okay, so I'm just curious about um, your relationship with your, your son. Um, yeah, it has been amazing, absolutely amazing journey. And uh, of course, we had our challenges as we had to go through a lot of change. And, um, but I'm really feeling every day like my son is, is part of the whole mission now. He's studying biomedical science, and he's very awakened person wow. and um, very aligned with his mission. And he knows what he wants in life. Millenniums know better than we know knew before. And I'm very proud of what he has achieved. Yeah, because you got him started way early because you are awakened first. Yeah, we we wake up each other. <laughs> I love that. Do you have any um, parting advice for our women out there who are still sitting on the fence thinking about which path should they be taking or should they even take the step into self-development or what we call personal development? Um, yes, uh, first of all, I would say that uh, question yourself wherever you are. Ask yourself questions because the quality of our questions define the quality of our present life. Ask any kind of questions and then the answers start appearing because we all need these answers that help us to move to the next level. And um, for that it's really important 
to surround with the right people. Surrounding with the right people is absolutely fundamental because we are the average of five people that we spend most of the time. So if we, you are asking yourself why I'm not happy, see people around you. If they are not happy people, that's the answer. If you're asking yourself why I don't have the financial power, see the people who are surrounding you. Are they the right people for you who are encouraging you, are supporting you, are feeding you, are motivating and inspiring you? If the answer is no, I'm sorry, you have to change the page. And um, if you don't like where you are, you can change the environment as well. You can change everything. So stop excusing, finding excuses or blaming other people because that doesn't help. But start taking actions and helping yourself first and then the rest of the world will be seen differently. Wow. I love that very much, Mirella. Thank you for Thank being you. on the show so much. I really appreciate your golden nuggets. I think, you know, you have such a great platform that is really spreading the message of confidence and really helping women to get out of the shell and into the light where their gifts are meant to serve so much more people out there. Thank so, you. Thank you thank so you for much. Me. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you for joining us on uh, today's show. Um, all the show notes will be placed in the links below. And then um, just want to appreciate you for being here. I know that you could be doing something else right now, but you chose to stay till the end, okay? So we hope that we have done everything in our power to make it well worth your time. My name is Janisha Alora, signing off and goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.